the first Under the Hood with Hutchinson Ford podcast. My name is Cosmo, morning show host on the Y107 Morning Show with Cosmo and Lauren. And today, we're sitting down with Mike Tucker and a very special guest to the Hutchinson Ford family. will join us Under the Hood with Hutchinson Ford. So in August of 1954, my grandfather, Guy Hutchison, founded the dealership. At the time, Harold, your dad was my grandpa's first technician. That's right. Tell everybody your dad's name. Walter Kaufman. Walter Kaufman. <laughs> and Harold has been, you're coming and, up on 90 years. Harold's been 90 years old and been there with you guys. Yeah, Harold. So then uh, my grandpa opened it in August of 1954. And in December of 1954, Harold started working as a technician, as an apprentice under his dad, Walter. So, uh, and then Harold's been with our family ever since then, you know, since December of 1954. So we're going on 68 years that Harold's been on the payroll at Hutchison Ford working for our family. So when you hear the phrasing and the statement that it's a family-owned, family-run business, it's it really truly is. We're, exactly we're talking right. some... I mean, I, I can tell you for a fact that this man has watched me grow up in the dealership. Harold, we'll do a separate podcast, and you can dish some dirt on some of the stories that, that we don't want Mike to hear right now. How about that? We'll set that up later. I'll bring some more donuts by the dealership, and we'll just have a chat separate. Okay. We'll do a chat with Kaufman and uh, <laughs> come up with some stories. What gives you the most pride, Harold, looking at the way that dealership is now, and you, you flash back all those years there at the Ford dealership on the highway on the interstate. What, what gives you the most pride when you, when you pull up there every day? Well, when we started, on, it was on the other side of the highway over there, and there's an old Quonset cut. Butch wanted to move across the, on the up where it could be seen, you know, the dealership. And the uh, guy didn't, wasn't too happy about it, but after we got over there, he seen the value of it. It's been really good. Yeah, you want to be able to be seen, yeah. especially on that interstate. The old dealership property was located at 330 West James Boulevard. And like Harold was saying, in 1954, that was the highway. That was old Route 66. And everybody drove right by the dealership, you know, wherever they may be headed. Let's see. My dad bought that property in the mid-'80s out there on the interstate now. We broke ground on that in the late-'90s and moved in. It was Labor Day weekend of uh, 2000. That gave us the ability to get back on the interstate. And what blew my mind was how many people would come into the dealership at our new location, and they'd say, well, wow, I never knew there was a Ford dealership in St. James. It just kind of didn't make sense to me because we've been there since 1954. Those are just kind of some of the small scenarios that, that make you scratch your head, you know. Well, and especially, too, you've got, being on 44 there, you've got the combination of the locals that live there and have been yep. there forever, and you've got families that have had their vehicles purchased from you guys. I'm sure there's yeah. farms and, and families that have bought truck after truck after truck from mm -hmm. from your dealership. And then there's those who are just cruising on the interstate, and all of a sudden that check engine light goes out or mm -hmm. they got a knock or something going on, and they're like, eh, we better pull in here now. We're not, you know, yeah. not going to make it to St. Louis. That's a very good point. We have a, a huge amount of, of travelers that are coming through that, that do have mechanical issues, you know, and we try to get them in as quick as we can and get them back on the road. But well, I'm sure a lot of times they look at you guys like you got easy. Superman capes on. I mean, they're, they're I mean, yeah. you, you know, let's face it, you're traveling for all kinds of different reasons and, you know, it stresses and all of a sudden you got a vehicle. Well, we've all been traveling and it's, there's nothing worse than to have breakdowns when you're traveling and you know, absolutely nobody, you know, don't know who to trust, who to call and, 
we get a lot of stories with people coming through, passing through, that we're able to get back on the road, and they'll send a nice thank you card when they get home, and they don't have to do that, but it's appreciated. You, know? you need to have one of those big maps on the wall with the pins, right? You yeah. see those all over the place, like, hey, where right. did you... Where are you guys from? Where did you have work done? And, and that all kind of folds into your guys, you know, your motto. It's not what we do. Obviously, you're a Ford dealership. You sell and service vehicles and, and put families in new cars and, and uh, trucks and vans and all that. But it's not what we do. It, it's how we do it. And it's it's that family first mentality, whether mm-hmm. it's with employees or customers or, or for anyone. Yeah, without a doubt. It's not what we do. It's how we do it. That's That's another thing. Our our customer waiting area is very customer friendly. You know, we've got some really nice couches and lounge chairs out there, and and it's not uncommon for a customer to. And when we moved into this new building, you know, a lot of people didn't wait on their vehicle over in the old store because we just didn't have much room. But when we moved into this new facility, people were waiting on their vehicles all the time. They might get in one of those chairs and accidentally fall asleep. Let's go say and how many. Gordy'd come out and he's like. Mike, his car's done, but he's asleep. You want to go wake him up? And I'm like, no, I'm not going to wake him up. Wait till he wakes up and then tell him his car's done and he can go home. But uh, How's that saying? Go, never wake a sleeping baby, right? Like, hey, you know, if he's going to rack out in the recliner, let him, let him take a nap exactly for a little right. bit. But uh, we've had customers order food while they're there waiting, and, and the delivery service will come and drop off their food. And, you know, they just I, they feel at home, but that's the way we want it. I was wondering whose idea it was to come up with, it's not what we do, but how we do it. Yeah. That was Dad's. I was going to say, where did that? That uh, was going to be my next question. Yeah. Great, great job on asking that, it here. Like, who uh, came up? Who's uh-huh. the first to kind of say that and when? We were trying to come up with a slogan, and I'm trying to think of it was about the time we moved into the new facility in the early 2000s. We kind of opened it up to the whole employee base at that time and asked everybody to give it some thought and, and come up with a slogan. And there were a lot of really good ideas. One employee came up, and I think it was Chris Long, came up with the idea of we leave the bull at the farm. And I've always thought that's hilarious, you know. But we did. We got a lot of a lot of input from the employee base, and it was a lot of fun. But at the end of the day, my dad came up with this, it's not what we do, it's how we do it, and it's just always stuck. It's way better than my all aboard at Hutchinson Ford. <laughs> Choo-choo! But, you know, hey, we're going to keep working that in and, and <laughs> have some fun. I know you don't do train engines, but, you know, hey, we can – we can figure something out, but uh, you know something that impressed me too when I when I first went to the dealership the first time and going to that service bay. There was a highway patrol vehicle, there was a Rolla police vehicle, and there was an ambulance out back. You talk about important vehicles on the roadways and, and what those vehicles do for our community and, and our loved ones, and for those industries, law enforcement, first responders to to trust your team, your service department, and to making sure those vehicles are running right, then uh, I think I can trust having my F-150s oil changed on there and get my tires rotated. Absolutely. Uh, it it's, it's, it's pretty pretty humbling, you know, when you stop and think about it. But uh, we do have a lot of law enforcement and ambulance districts that drive a long way and drive by a lot of other Ford dealers to get to ours. But we take a lot of pride in that fact, and we try to get on those units very quickly and get them fixed and back on the road so they can save lives or whatever they need to do. Yeah, absolutely. You know, one of the things you told me, just in that service bay, number one, you can get oil changes turned around 20, 30 minutes sometimes. Yep, that's It's not exactly even long right. enough to fall asleep in one of the chairs. Like, yeah. <laughs> just about the time yeah. I get my nap started, it's ready. How long ago was that, Harold? Probably five years ago. You know, we used to just have one guy doing oil changes, but we put them into teams, and we now have four teams of two, and it just works so much better 
and allows us to get the job done so much quicker. And each guy knows what his responsibility is, but they just get in there and get it done. I've had customers say, oh, my goodness, I've been to other places and had to wait two hours yeah. to get an oil change. But we really try to, to concentrate on that 20 to 30-minute oil change uh, because everybody's busy. Well, as we say, as busy as everybody is, and, and you know, especially now with still a lot of people doing a lot more work from home where they can, they can be more remote, they can do office stuff from their phone, and then they can camp out in that waiting area there and, and get working on projects or whatever and, and uh, not have it be a, a two-hour process. It can be done quick yeah. and, and ready to go. And if it is something that's a little more uh, involved than, than an oil change, obviously, that, then, then they can leave it, or you've got rental vehicles available, all that stuff. That's another comment that I get a lot from the customers that are waiting on their vehicle. You know, they'll always, hey, what's the password for the Internet? <laughs> we don't have one. It's public. You know, just jump on there and help yourself. Just Hutchison Ford Public. I think they like that, you know, that they don't have to worry about a password or anything. So you're right. They, a lot of them will sit there and do their work, you know, while they're waiting on the car. and They're not really missing a beat. Time it out over their lunch break and, and yeah. swing in and get it done. And, Harold, the, the vehicles themselves have certainly changed, obviously, a lot in your, your time with a lot. Now all this new technology, it's, it's uh, these vehicles now lasting longer, but they're full of all kinds of bells and whistles and tricks. Well, I, I was a mechanic for over 40 years. And I wouldn't want to be one right now. <laughs> <laughs> but that goes back again. It's not what we do and how we do it. Because of that, you guys have events like customer nights where you get people that want to come back and, and get a crash course again or, or just a refresher on how you work these, literally, computers in your dashboard. Yep. We refer to those as our new vehicle owner clinics. We invite the customers to come back in and ask any questions they may have, you know, just go over their vehicle with them, talk to them about the Ford Pass rewards and, and things of that nature that they have available to them that they might have forgotten about when they were there during the actual purchase. Well, Mike well. Mike Tucker, Joy, your wife, I mean, she's the glue. She's running around, she, pinball machine all over the place. Drew, your sure son's is. involved. You know, we talk about all these different generations. And then, you know, Harold been with your family and working there for so long. When, when you look at this new year, uh, as we kind of wrap things up on our first Hutchison Ford podcast, what, what are some of the things that you're most excited about? about Hutchison Ford there in St. James and Rolla and Cuba and that, that whole corridor there? Well, uh, I'm, I've just always been really excited about the growth we're able to experience, and it seems like every week we're getting new customers coming in. Our, our business just has really seen a lot of tremendous growth, and that's what I'm hoping to continue to see in 2022 and just continue to get people ready for the next phase. What I mean by that is we're going to have some key people that are probably going to want to retire at the end of the year, and rightfully so. They've been doing it not as long as Harold, but uh, <laughs> they've been doing it a long time, and they want, to, they want to slow down. They deserve that. In the meantime, we have to get people ready to take their place when they do retire, and so a lot of, a lot of stuff like that going on with just training and making sure we got the right people to step in and, and take it to the next level when – when somebody decides to to retire. Absolutely. I I guess it would be fair to say that if if you are in that industry as a technician or someone, or maybe you want to get into sales, that if they're interested in that opportunity or maybe they're tired of the situation they're in and they want what you guys offer, a family, a real, legit family-run business, look you guys up, HutchisonFord.com. Absolutely. HutchisonFord.com. It's not what we do, it's how we do it. Well, guys, Daryl, thank you. It was very nice to meet you. Appreciate it. I'll see you down at the dealership here very soon. 
good. 